fire 1261 they should be focused on their objective their outcome they should be focused on how they're going to change the world Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. The Fire Nation newsletter is where I share all the tips, tools, and tactics that make EO Fire a seven-figure business. Text EO Fire to 33444 and ignite. If you're ready to start hiring, then ZipRecruiter is where you can find your perfect candidate. Try ZipRecruiter for free. Visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Light that spark, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Chris Gillibo. Chris, are you prepared to ignite? What's up, man? I am absolutely yes. prepared to ignite. <laughs> Chris is a <laughs> New York Times bestselling author and modern day explorer. His first book, The Art of Nonconformity, was translated into more than 20 languages. His second book, The $100 Startup, was a New York Times and Wall Street Journal bestseller, selling more than 300,000 copies worldwide, including one to JLD Fire Nation back in 2012 wow. when I was launching EO Fire. Awesome. Th- then he wrote The Happiness of Pursuit in September 2014 which was also a New York Times bestseller. And today we're going to chat a little bit about his latest book, Born for This, which is Destined for Greatness. Chris, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse in your personal life. Awesome, man. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on the show. Uh, Personal life, I am a writer, traveler, and entrepreneur. I'm fortunate to connect with a great community of people all over the world. I had an 11-year quest of visiting every country in the world, actually, uh, that's a little bit of what the last book you mentioned was about. I uh, started writing a blog in 2008. I've actually always been an entrepreneur uh, ever since age 19 when I quit the only job I ever had. Uh, I'm basically unemployable. Uh, so I haven't built like a huge business. I've never built something that's scalable, but I've always been very, very motivated by freedom uh, and independence, which are values that I think many of your listeners identify yes. with. Freedom is huge. It's actually one of those words that I am so passionate about on so many levels because I do believe it in life itself. Like we want a lot of things. Like we want to spend more time with our kids. We want to spend more time on things that we enjoy. But if you really want to sum it up, like we want the freedom to be Uh able to do those things when we want to do those things. And Chris, we're going to dive into a lot of things today. I'm not going to keep you forever because you're a busy guy. But before we get into some specifics on the book Born for This, let's talk about revenue because you are a modern day explorer. You travel the world. You've been in every single country in this world, unless there's been one this formed since you've done that. But you pretty much knocked them all out. And you still have a great business that generates revenue. How do you do it? What do you do specifically to generate revenue? What are those streams? Yes. Uh, so fortunately, there have been no countries that have formed yes. since I finished two years ago, which is great. <laughs> you know, One actually came up uh, while I was on my quest. There was 192 countries when I started, and then South Sudan became a country, 193. So I did actually go there. Uh, and as for revenue streams, uh, it's probably 50-50 between my traditional publishing as an author and then online courses and products that I produce. So this may be different from some authors that you've had on the show. I, I actually do make money writing books. Um, books are not just like a marketing tool for me. Like it's not a business card that leads to something else. Like I actually really enjoy writing. I enjoy publishing. The books are out all over the world, as you, as you very kindly mentioned. So that's, that's at least half of things. Uh, but then I also produce online courses as well. I have a membership site called the Travel Hacking Cartel, which helps people earn frequent flyer miles and take trips uh, wherever they want to go for free or almost free. 
uh, I'm, I'm often starting different things. I've done affiliate stuff. I've done a lot of different things over the years. Um, so kind of a hodgepodge of things, but 50-50 between publishing and online stuff. Well, I'll tell you, my friend, you are definitely the great hope for authors because if you manage to sell 300,000 copies and not make that actual revenue, then there's a big problem in the industry. So I'm glad that you're right, able right. <laughs> to make some revenue from a 300,000 and counting, by the way, copies, because I know that still sells really, really well. And something else that you do, and you know, I'd like to talk about it real quick because I was inspired by it. You know, when you wrote the $100 startup, I, you had, you know, pretty soon, pretty soon around that time frame, you had World Domination Summit in Poland, Oregon, which you do every year. But around that one, when everybody was leaving that conference, you handed them a $100 bill and you said, hey, like, go do something special with this. And I've had people over the years, Chris, who have come up to me, told me that story. And a couple of them, men and women, by the way, have like been in tears. They're like, Chris literally gave away essentially $100,000 because there's a thousand people. People That's right. When he did that, and they were so committed to making that $100 just go and to, and to make it worth something. So can you talk about that quickly? Yeah, I mean, that's fun. That's a really fun memory. I haven't thought about it too much uh, recently. We, we mostly, we saw it as an investment, you know, not a gift, you know, and we didn't put any restrictions on it. Like I even said at the time, if you want to take this to the bar and buy drinks, like that's totally awesome. If you want to buy the new video game that's out, I don't, I don't care, but I want to encourage you, you know, to think of it as an investment uh, and go and start something fun, whether that's an entrepreneurial venture, some kind of nonprofit thing, some kind of partnership, whatever it is. Uh, and then bring us your stories. And so, you know, over the years we have had, as you mentioned, lots of interesting stories that have come out of it. I even heard from someone recently who said, you know, they still have the $100 bill in the drawer. This is like four years on. And uh, they're like, <laughs> I, like, I feel so much pressure. pressure. I have to do something amazing with this. And I, I was like, no, please just go and do something with it. I'd actually rather you, act, you know, take some action. At least invest in Facebook. I mean, that'd be like $400 right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Something. Uh, but that was fun. I mean, we do, we do that event uh, for love, not for money. Right. Uh, we operate it as a not-for-profit. And I, I'm just happy to bring lots of people together. Well, it is truly one of the best experiences every single year. I mean, it's just an amazing conference. I've been three times now and I just awesome. love the event. I just love getting into Portland, Oregon, you know, that time of year. It's just gorgeous. The whole food trucking. And I mean, it's just such a cool event, such a cool time. I'm in the Guinness World Book of Records thanks to you, Chris, because awesome. I've, <laughs> I've participated in a couple of those things and they've, they've been a blast. Better uh, update your LinkedIn bio for that. That's what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> so Chris, you've written so many good books on so many cool topics. And when I heard, you know, sniffing around town that you were coming out with another book, I knew I had to get you on EO Fire because Fire Nation needs to know about the content that you're producing. And I really want to get this in their hands. I mean, it's a great book. I'm actually holding it in my hand right now. It's called Born for This. Now, it does say at the bottom, it's the uncorrected proof, not for sale. And and I didn't know that at first. So I'm reading through it. I'm like, oh my God, there's like a couple mistakes in here. I should yeah, tell yeah, Chris. Exactly. <laughs> and, then, exactly. and then it says like right at the beginning, it's like, don't contact me with any mistakes because this is a non-corrected proof. And I was like, oh, okay. I can't be that annoying person now. But so you wrote this book, born for this. Before we get into anything about the book specifically, I'm a huge title guy. Like I just need mm. to know why. So can you talk about the why born for this? Well, you know, the concept of the book is how to find the work you were meant to do. And so, you know, and just, we, we always kind of explore a lot of different titles for the book. Um, Happiness of Pursuit probably had 50 rejected titles before we found that one, you know. I mean, most of them are terrible, you know, and so you just kind of keep hoping you're going to find the right one. Uh, for this one, you know, I mean, who's to say whether it's the right one? Ultimately, the market will decide. But I like the concept, you know, I, I hear from a lot of people in the community 
who you know are following. I don't want to say following a passion because I try to avoid that phrase. Right. But they're following like a mission or a calling, or they they found this thing that, that they're so excited about, and they do feel like you know this is what I was born to do. And I, I kept hearing from people who used used phrases like you know I feel like I've won the career lottery. You know, I have my dream job. I've either found my dream job somewhere or I've created it for myself. And, and so then I started thinking about, you know, like celebrities or, or business leaders. Um, you know, and you can look at some people and say, you know, they're, they're clearly doing something that is uniquely theirs. You know, they have found something that is so special that only they could do it or it didn't even exist before they came along. So what are the steps to that and how can we decode that process? So therefore, you know, born for this. Love that title. Love the reasoning behind it. And a lot of people don't know this, but I had Tim Ferriss on the show a little while ago, and we were talking about the four-hour work week. The working title for that was How to Make Money Dealing Drugs. Because yeah, he, I heard that too. And I think the book would not be nearly no. as successful were it to have gone out like that. So. No, well, then after that, it was two-hour work week. And the publisher came back and said, nobody's going to believe that you can only work two hours a week. So Tim was like, four? And they're like, really funny. okay, you can do That's that. Great. That's, That's great. Like, yeah, so for $100 startup, but to say, and now, so now actually there have been, for Tim's book, there have been lots of knockoffs and people have come up with different titles and $100 startup, the same thing. I saw somebody who came out with a $50 startup. I'm like, great, maybe it's twice as good. You know, who, who knows? You know? Let's go back to the dumb and dumber. Right. It's like seven minute apps. If you don't get as much of a workout in the seven minutes, I'll send you the eighth minute for free. No problem. Right. You're exactly, good. Exactly, exactly. So Chris, my main question to start off with here is, you know, a lot of people hear this, like there's only one thing that you are mm. quote unquote born to do. Like, what do you want to say about that comment? No, I think there is more than one path. I think this is the first thing to say, especially maybe younger people as well when they're kind of coming out of school or they're making, choosing a direction, uh, but not just younger people, people of all ages, they kind of feel this sense of, of pressure or trepidation or maybe even regret looking back. And so I do think there's more than one path. You know, there's this classic story about the two woods, you know, two roads diverged in a wood and I, I chose the one less traveled by. Robert Frost. That, Right, exactly, Robert Frost, and uh, and that has made all the difference. And you know, it's a great point, but the whole thing about that is like, well, what what about the other path? You know, like we never know. We don't know what happened with that other path, and so there's lots of different interpretation about that point. But but my whole point is like the other path could actually have been really good too. You know, and you you just don't know. So the first thing is let's reassure people like there is more, you know more than one thing. But to go back to that point about you know the people that we meet who are really successful like i would say most people who are super successful you know not just in a financial sense but but they're they're truly wealthy in their life and they're happy and they're joy they're joyful and they're doing something they're really good at i mean they have kind of found this this convergence point you know i use this model in the book called joy money and flow and it's about helping people make career decisions, whether in entrepreneurship or in traditional em- employment, uh, that gets them closer to this intersection of, okay, here's what I love. Here's what's financially viable and sustainable and rewarding. And also, here's what I'm really good at. Because when I'm doing something that I love, I'm actually like losing myself in it. Like the hours go by. This thing that's easy for me is actually really hard for other people. I really think that's kind of what it's all about. So I do think when you find that, um, it is something that you were born to do or that you were meant to do. I mean, it doesn't really matter how you think about it. I think that's the goal or that's the, the desired outcome. I love that visual of coming up to a fork in the road and then, you know, choosing the path and, and not knowing, you know, never know what that other path would have led to. And I was actually listening to a Seth Godin on a podcast not too long ago, and he brought up the book that he highly recommended called Replay by Ken Grimwood. And it's a fascinating book about a guy that dies at 43, goes back to when he's 18 and just lives his life over again. And this is like six or seven times. And what he does is he keeps going down those paths he considers. So it's really what you're talking about. 
And what's so fascinating is his life keeps turning out pretty awesome, um, no matter what path he went down. And then again, right. some of some of the times it turns out really crappy because you know uh-huh. he's just like indulging and in, like you know whatever. So it's fascinating to think about those two paths and and not to really dwell on that because you know we're not living in the world of replay. But Ken Grimwood Fire Nation that wrote the book Replay, I love it. It's coming out as a movie pretty soon too. Now, Chris, as I was reading through this book, and again, love the title. I'm holding it in my hand. It's, it's red. It's kind of like peeling back, like it's born for, <laughs> and then it's like ripping back this. And I'm like, yes, born for this. You talk about the joy money flow model. So how'd you come up with that? I came up with it through research, you know, like all, all of the books I've done have been an extension of the work I do with the community itself. You know, I, I travel to 20 countries a year. I do meetups wherever I go. You know, I hear stories everywhere. That's, that's where $100 Startup came from is, is realizing, okay, I'm a solopreneur. I'm not a, I'm not a Silicon Valley kind of startup person. I, I, wanna, I want that freedom and independence. That's what I crave. And then realizing there were so many other people, you know, out there with the same desires and trying to, to write about them and kind of shine a spotlight on that model. So born for this, you know, same kind of thing. Um, as I talked to those career lottery winners, you know, those people who said, like, I, I have the best thing in the world and I would do it for free. But fortunately, I don't have to, you know, like, <laughs> as I talked to them, I, you know, it's all about kind of extrapolating, okay, what, what do these people have in common? Because they are men and women. They are people from different ages and different backgrounds. They're doing even different kinds of work. Um, so they all are really different, which is interesting. What do they have in common? And then kind of distilling that. And so then I look and say, okay, well, they're curious people. You know, they make choices in certain ways. You know, like you're just talking about the book, like you come up across all these different paths and you can go different ways. And maybe, you know, one way works just as well as the other, but there are choices that we make in life that can lead us to more success or position us, you know, for better success. So how, how do they do that, essentially? So that's, that's the whole process that I kind of went through. And I always do lots of interviews. I mean, not nearly as many interviews as you've done, <laughs> right? Like, I can't, I always say I do lots of interviews, but talking to you, like, this is like, I need to kind of step, <laughs> yeah, it, step it back. Define lots, Chris. Let's right, do that. <laughs> yeah, probably like 10% of what you do. But the point is, I talk to a lot of people and then, and then kind of out of that, this model emerged, joy, money flow. And then throughout the book, I'm showing people how to apply it. So my goal, you know, with every book that I, that I do is, is I'm not a journalist, you know, I'm not an anthropologist. I'm not trying to just describe something. I'm trying to be prescriptive and I'm trying to say, okay, like here's a lesson that you can use in your life and your work. And if this lesson doesn't work for you, then turn the page because maybe there's something else for you there. Like my goal is always that people will take action on something rather than just saying like, Oh, I read this book and it was nice. Like that's absolutely not my goal. You know, I, I live for like stories that come back of saying like, oh, I read this and I did something different and, you know, made this change in my life. That's great. And I know you have so many stories of that yourself from the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing I do want to do before we move on is dig just a little deeper into this flow model because mm. you have the joy, you have the money, and then you have the flow. I mean, how do they work together from these, this research, these interviews that you've done? I mean, what should our listeners like Fire Nation be looking for in their life to really be able to identify like if they're able to fo- follow and find this model? Yeah, absolutely. Great question. Um, so, so two points. I mean, first of all, how, how do you find the flow? Um, I, I think if you're not sure what you're, what you're really good at or uniquely good at, um, one thing you can do is kind of pay attention if you ever do any kind of group work. You know, if, you're, if there's a task that you're kind of dividing between yourself, you know, and you're in this meeting and they're like, you know, oh, John should do this. You know, John will be good at this. It's kind of like the group recognizes that this is this thing that you're good at. Or as I said, if it's something you do that, that comes naturally to you but other people struggle with or something that you kind of lose yourself in, you know, that's, that's what I'm talking about with flow work. And so when we look at all three of them, 
Um, you know, people say, is, is it possible to, you know, have a successful career with only two? Well, of course, you know, there's lots of people in the world, you know, who maybe work at a job and they, they have a high income, but they don't really, you know, love their work. So that's possible. I just think it's not the goal, right? If we're talking about the goal of doing meaningful work, you know, having this truly wealthy life, you know, financially, life, relationships, everything, then we do want all three. And so, you know, everybody listening to this, on a very regular basis, has to make different career decisions. You know, as an entrepreneur, do I start this product? Do I launch this service? Do I go off in this direction? Or do I pursue this new tactic or this social network or whatever? And I think, you know, one important way you can make those decisions is by continually focusing on this, this model of this intersection, joy, money, flow. Does this get me closer, you know, to the center point of this? Uh, and you can do something just to make money. Again, there might be a side project you do. That's fine. You can have a hobby that doesn't make money. That's also great. But again, what's the goal? What's the desired outcome? If you're going to have, if you want to win the career lottery, you want all three. Fire Nation, just think about how much value you got from Chris's little rant right there and think about what he put <laughs> into his book, Born for This. I mean, this is the value. This is a taste. You know, this is just you sniffing the surface of all this research, of all of the years of experience of Chris writing New York Times bestselling books. He knows how to relate to readers. He knows how to take interviews and conversations he's had with people and turn it into absolute value bombs that, again, he's put in this book. And he's giving you a taste of that right now. But this is something that you want to get and be able to have on your nightstand, check into again and again and again. And these value bombs, Fire Nation, they ain't stopping. We got some stuff coming up for you as soon as we take a minute to thank our sponsors. Most entrepreneurs I know are addicted to their mobile phones. And why not? We're working from home, in our cars, shared office spaces, even dorm rooms. Plus, we're working with remote employees, freelancers, and multiple team players. Heck, when you consider all the time we spend on our mobile phones, you might even say we love them. But keeping personal and business calls separate can be tough. You might even use two mobile phones, but that's expensive. Not to mention annoying. What if you miss that one big call you've been waiting for? That's why I use eVoice. You don't have to buy a second phone to get a second line. There you go. Now you've got yet another reason to love your phone. So go ahead and grab it. Yep, the mobile phone that's right in your hands and visit evoice.com and add a second line today. Evoice is offering Fire Nation an extended 60-day free trial. Visit evoice.com and use promo code FIRE. That's evoice.com, promo code FIRE. The other day during an interview, someone asked me how integral my team has been in growing EO Fire. I told them my team has been everything. Without their support, there's no question I wouldn't be where I am today. But it's nearly impossible to find qualified candidates. You know, the ones who are going to be as dedicated to your business as you are, and posting your job in just one place isn't enough to find those quality candidates. Thanks to ZipRecruiter.com, you don't have to sweat it. ZipRecruiter allows you to post to 100 plus job sites with a single click. Once you've posted, you'll be instantly matched to candidates from over 6 million resumes. Just post once and within 24 hours, watch your candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. Try ZipRecruiter and get your perfect candidate before they go to somebody else. Today, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. So Chris, we're back and I'm pretty fired up because you know how to end strong, my friend. And we're not ending anytime soon, awesome. but we are going to end strong when we do. And one thing that we're talking about right now is side 
hustle because mm. listen, we don't wake up and say, you know, I have just like time is on my side. Like I can just do whatever I want all day today. Like, no, we got to pay the bills. We have responsibilities. We have things that we have to be doing every day. So we can't always be just laser focused on this. It has to be a side hustle sometimes. So why is that occasionally important? Well, this is something that came directly from the community. I mean, this is not something that I made up myself. Like, I just noticed that over and over and over, I was hearing these very similar stories. Like, I would, I would be talking about entrepreneurship, whether it was in the $100 startup or something else. And people would come back and say, okay, maybe I'm not ready. I don't have time, you know, to go full time into this. Or I actually like my job. But, you know, I tried to apply this lesson. And I started this little thing on the side. Maybe I'm selling photography. Maybe I'm selling something on Etsy. Maybe I got this website, affiliate, whatever it is, you know. Um, and guess what? I made a sale. <laughs> and the email is always the same. The email is like, yeah. I am so excited. I can't tell you how excited it, you know, and you're like, well, how much did you sell? And they're like, $35. Yes. You know, but they're so excited. This is the thing. And I, I know this too, from my history as an entrepreneur, when I would start a new project, you know, the, the amount of money came that came in from something, like when it first came in that first sale, it produces disproportionate satisfaction. I mean, my first Bluehost affiliate sale, I, it wasn't even my product. It was just someone came to my website, clicked on the Bluehost link. I was like, $65. Aren't you like jumping up and down? It was the you best know? feeling ever. Yeah, exactly. And so it's not just the finances, especially for people who are new to entrepreneurship. It is the confidence and the security you know, that comes from this. It's, it's like, this is opening up possibility. This is opening up opportunity. All of a sudden, you know, I have this source of income. Maybe it's small relative to my day job or what it, what it is relative to, relative to what I need, you know, to survive and support my family. But it opens up so many doors. So I tried to actually focus on it a lot more in this book. There's a whole chapter on side hustle and lots of examples and ways that people can put it to use. And even if you're an entrepreneur, you know, like I, I think if you've, if, you, if you've truly found, you know, the work that you're born to do and you're fully invested in it, I think that's wonderful. But sometimes there's a path to get there and we have different iterations of things. So it can actually be fun, you know, to kind of dabble like to playing entrepreneurially you know, without a lot of risk um, and seeing something, you know, come out of that. So that's why I really started advocating more and not, not just saying a side hustle is nice to have, but I actually think it's an imperative. I think every employee, even if they don't want, you know, to be an entrepreneur, should have a side hustle just because of the confidence and the security. So the actual subheadline of that chapter, Fire Nation, is make more money because that's right. what it is all about. When you're side hustling, you're looking to make more money. You're looking to understand. You're looking to unpack. You're looking to decode this mystifying myth of you know making money. And, and it's not right. easy, but all viable businesses make money, period. So, Chris, there's a lot of ways that this book is going to help entrepreneurs, You know, people that need to get that side hustle going, that need to get cracking. But what about successful entrepreneurs? People you know, like myself who have been having success for some time, like how does this help people like me? What I know about successful entrepreneurs is they are usually very motivated by growth. And they're motivated by money, which is great, like make more money, absolutely, 100%. Um, but I think most successful entrepreneurs, at least the most successful ones, kind of recognize, you know, that money is a matrix. You know, it's, it's a means to an end. It's one measure of success, but there are many others. And uh, so what I'm trying to do in this book is to help people level up, you know, and if you level up in your work, um, then it's going to be more meaningful. I want people to be happier. Uh, I want them to do better work. You know, I want them to, to refine what they do and reach more people with their message. Um, that's what I spend a lot of time trying to do myself. Like I have been successful as an entrepreneur. I'd like to make more money, but at a certain point, if it comes down to like, do I want to make more money or do I want to actually like grow and go to the next level? I'm going to choose the next level because right. there's probably going to be more money on the other side anyway, you know? 
Um, and even if not, like impact is what it's all about. So that's what I would say to the successful entrepreneur who's listening. If you want to increase your impact, well, then you should learn. You should challenge yourself. You should grow. And you already know as a successful entrepreneur, you know, how good that is for you and how, how beneficial that can be. So I just wrote this down while you were talking and feel free to disagree with it, to agree with it. I'm, I'm happy in both scenarios, but I wrote down money is a reflection of the value you're providing your audience. What are your thoughts mm. on that? Uh, my thoughts on that maybe a little bit a, a little bit complex because I think it depends on the kind of market and the kind of business and all of that kind of stuff. You know, you could you could be doing like not to like sidetrack or hijack the whole interview, but there's <laughs> lots of there's lots of work you could be doing in the world, right? That might not necessarily you know bring money, um, but it would bring a lot of impact. So maybe so let's say maybe in a commercial venture, absolutely, you know, money is a reflection of the of the of the value. Does that make any sense? It makes a lot of sense, and this is where I actually want to say to Fire Nation. This is why I love Chris Gillibo. I'm telling you right now, 99% of guests on my show right now would have just been like, yeah, John, that's a great answer. You're, you're yeah. so brilliant. Like, I just wrote that down, and I don't even like it that much. I, I just funny. wanted to get his feedback on that. And that's why you know when somebody answers like that, Fire Nation, on somebody else's show, you know that they're not going to BS you. His book has the real deal, holy field stuff. And Chris, it you- has, uh, It has typos, but no BS. <laughs> Only in my copy. It won't have any typos in your copy fire nation and chris you've been giving us so much value for the last 25 minutes now and we are so thankful so let's do this let's end on fire with a parting piece of guidance from you and then the best way that we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye okay okay parting wisdom i need like a topic or a question (laughs) i I had all these you know things i was ready to go with but just the general thing's kind of hard i know it's so tough set me up a little better okay For the entrepreneur right now that's entering the middle half of 2016, like what do you think they should be focused on? What should they be focused on? Um, They should be focused on their objective, their outcome. They they should be focused on how they're going to change the world. Uh, They should be focused on making more money, which is great. Uh, But how does that relate to changing the world? How can they increase their impact? I think if you wake up every day and you know like what your next step is and how that's going to help with impact and how you measure that then you're in a great place. And the best way that we can connect with you? So you can look for chrisgillibo.com online, which no one can ever spell. But if you type in something close to that in Google, it will bring you to me. Gillibaloia. Uh, that's right. Or you can go to uh, bornforthisbook.com, which has all the information on the book and the tour and everything else I'm doing. And Fire Nation, I know you can spell bornforthisbook.com. You got this, Fire Nation, and you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with CG and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com. Just type Chris in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. And again, bornforthisbook.com is a strong CTA. I read this book cover to cover, typos and all. Your copy will have zero typos. And Chris, I want to say thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Awesome. It's a huge honor. Thank you. One of the challenges we face as entrepreneurs is keeping our personal and business lives separate. If you're like me, you're constantly doing business from different locations and making calls to different people. Guess what? There's no longer a need for two phones. Just get a second line added to your mobile phone from eVoice. eVoice is offering Fire Nation an extended 60-day free trial. Visit eVoice.com. Use promo code FIRE. That's eVoice.com. Promo code FIRE. 
Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. The accomplishment of your number one goal is just 100 days away. Text JOURNAL to 33444 and begin your path to freedom with The Freedom Journal. Ignite! Ignite!